The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who on this town Welcome into Kwame Lassiter Sports Talk Show. This is Kurt Feldkeller, and it is Friday. And Kwame's in the building as well, which is surprising. But he's here, and I'm excited about that. Uh, well, it's Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. We, we always have a special guest in the building. Uh, I know. They just choose when and when not to come in. And right now, he's trying not to come in. So we'll what? wait a while. We'll wait until he come back. Um, this is so wrong. You know, you're you, a tease is what you are. <laughs> you are a but tease. But he got the right to be a tease. That's what he would say. <laughs> um, man, I just came from the dentist. Yeah. I, I had a 7.30 appointment, which I like, which is fine. Yep. It took so many pictures because I'm about to get the, um, I know, and my, they made my lips chap because I had to stretch my mouth. Yeah, they put that thing in there? I, I had to do it. I had to put the thing right. in there. I had to, it was too, like, Forks. Right. Yeah. So I had to do that. Yep, they spread out. Yeah, do it all. I had to, my mouth wouldn't. It hurts. Position to say, I told her it hurt. I said, this is hurt. I said, this hurt right here. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> so when I left, $7,280 walks out the door. So, oh, my goodness I know. gracious. So I, so I say, like, things about to change now because uh, I don't have any more golf money. I don't have any more uh, happy hour money. I got to pay on some that, teeth. But that, they told me they that said, has to that has to turn around in literally about three hours. <laughs> so <laughs> we got to be golfing and we got to be doing happy hour. They told me, um, man, they said um, you got beautiful teeth. Don't people tell you you got a a pretty smile, a beautiful smile? I say yes, but they said mouth. pretty mouth, boy. <laughs> <laughs> is this mic on? Is uh, oh yeah, is yeah, yeah mic. <laughs> what are you what are you two in here talking about? We are Ooh. talking about. Uh, <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> we are talking. We don't know what we're talking about. That's why we got you in here because okay, we were talking okay, about okay. if you don't, if you don't mind your business this morning. Right. I, I was getting coffee, yeah. and he said, oh, "I said this. I said this coffee." And I think thinking about it hurt me, but I said this coffee sucks. This coffee machine sucks because uh, it drips. He said, yeah. um, "What would you say?" He said, "Drips drop." <laughs> Okay, moving. so uh, 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 first off, letting you all know who I am. Oh, this is I was uh, say. <laughs> who is this guy? An introduction would be good, right? I, so uh, speaking right now, this is Winston Price, senior executive producer, Voice America Talk Martial Radio Network, instructor. <laughs> martial arts instructor. Hey, you know what? Go ahead and look me up online. Uh, I'm a rather cool person. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Give us your Twitter and your Instagram. <laughs> Let me and ask all you that this. No, but Winston, Winston, before you get started, and, and, and thanks for taking my thunder uh, to introducing you. I wonder if. Uh, I mean, you got a raise. You had to get a raise because, you know, one day mm-hmm. things change. They did. Okay, because I noticed this, and I because I you you actually a good guy. He wanted a good guys, Kurt, and he yeah he, he picks it, on me plenty. I, I, I respect that. Breaking up his arm, patting himself on the back, but he um 
One day things change. He came in. I mean, like, this guy comes to work like you come to work. Not like, well, most of them do because there's some workers in here. But yeah. he, he, boom, suit and tie. But it's Friday. Mm-hmm. He don't have his, uh, it's, it's, it's casual Friday. It's casual Friday. Casual Friday. But I've seen it. I still got my slacks on, though. I know. That's true. But at Winston, I've, I've noticed true. it. I've Thank noticed you, sir. it. And I look at him, I say, okay, sharp. And I keep it moving. He know what it means. Mm-hmm. Looking good. But uh, mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, we were talking, uh, it was an affluenza. Affluenza. And affluenza. I call it influenza because you got a cola to, to your brain. But affluenza, we were talking that. But I was also saying I needed, we need another coffee machine. But I said, not only that, Winston, the worst thing that bothers me most out of, what? it's in the top ten. Mm-hmm. When grown men go into the bathroom and pee on the floor or mm-hmm. on the stool, bothers me mm-hmm. at a great deal because I because I now I'm in there and I see it and I feel like I gotta clean it up. I don't want to be cleaning up anybody's pee. Right. Um. So, but I'm the I'm the last one to come out, so they gonna think I did it. Right. Which so I don't gotta, care what people think, but that comes with something like that. And, but I, yeah. Yeah, and I clean it even before I go. When I'm walking, I'm going really. I don't know see, how I'm grabbing it and yeah. I'm cleaning it off. I'm going, but. But it is so disgusting that, that you want this. All right, I'm going to jump on my soapbox <laughs> about personal Get accountability. Uh, you stay on that, but go this ahead. This is all about personal accountability. Okay. It starts. It starts in every aspect of life. There isn't just areas that there are just areas that you should be personally accountable. It's in all areas. Either you're perfectly responsible for all of your actions, and that is our biggest problem in this country today. That's why we've got issues right now between the police department and, and race relations. Mm-hmm. It's because people won't take on personal accountability and understand one-to-one, be a person to a person, and you do your job, they do theirs. Everything's fine. We go deep into these conversations. you got to come on the show more often. You're in the building, but I know you got appointments, and the only reason you're in here is because your appointment uh, is delayed. So. Yes. And so, I mean, this, this all, even though it may seem as so many different things, it's all coming around to the same thing. Let me pull this all together. So this really started off when I came in today, and uh, Kwame was doing his thing. He was getting his uh, coffee. Love saying coffee. Coffee. So he was getting his coffee. Coffee. Fake New Yorker. He's back there. <laughs> I'm from back east. You know, the coffee. We're going to go with the yeah, coffee talk. Coffee, yeah. <laughs> hey, all you talk, a little coffee talk, go ahead. He knew I was just came from New York, so he's so. <laughs> so, 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 you know, Kwame was getting his coffee, and uh, he was pouring from the uh, container, and many times when you pour from the container, guess what? It drips a little bit. So uh, uh, Kwame, being a grown-ass man, what he did was he cleaned up after himself. Hold on. He saw that he had made a mess. Mm -hmm. This man, NFL, done his due, done his practice, done what he'd done, still said, I am my own maid. I respect myself enough to clean up after myself. So he was doing his thing. And then I say, well, you know, Kwame, I just, I just poured a little bit slower. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then we start to talk about how people do not clean up you after themselves. You got a themselves. good uh, descriptive memory because uh, then I said, I pour fast and try to get it in so it mm-hmm. don't fall. Right. And right. he pours slow so it don't... So it don't drip. Yeah, so it right. don't drip. Got right. it. But we got some drip droppers and keep it moving Exactly. People. Exactly. And so what had happened was... <laughs> So what, what, what had happened was uh, he said, I don't understand. I don't understand how these people can just do this thing. And what it all came down to was selfishness. Right. When you go to the restroom and you leave a restroom in disarray, you're selfish because you believe you're the only person that matters. When you go into your house and you leave dishes out, 
You are selfish because you believe you are the only person that matters and people are going to pick up after your dirty ass. I, t- <laughs> I, I cuss a little bit. You can cuss That's all right. You can cuss we, okay. we roll with that. Okay. We, we just don't say that. Uh, we, don't, we don't do a two-syllable. We don't do MFers and all that stuff. Oh, oh, oh yeah, goodness. We, we, we no. do, My mama would smack we, me uh, in the face. We, just, That's we, right. we might say hell damn and stuff. Stuff. And flipping. Stuff. <laughs> and flipping. And and and, <laughs> and then we start to get into the meat of the conversation is is that uh, people believe that they honestly have the right to do these things and this is where I came in and, and this I, one Kurt bust yep, through the door there we go there Kurt we go. bust through the door like he uh, uh, Captain America I heard you, you guys talking about me. Two rooms over. He said, I heard he was eavesdropping. Now, so Winston Winston gets got a little bit passionate about he stays it. He's passionate. And you could hear it. So and okay. I'm not, then that's a good thing in my mind. In my book, that's a good thing. And especially, you know, there's a couple pet peeves. You know me ter- too terribly well. There are a couple pet peeves that I have. And personal accountability and this is, is, it, a huge is, is a huge one. And affluenza, which was used as a defense for this young punk kid who killed somebody. And they said, well, you know. He doesn't know the difference between right and wrong because he's been too affluent. Right. Are you kidding me? And I told uh, Winston, I said, that could be me. He's oh, he's had everything in his life, all money, but a personal accountability coming to it. I said, well, I didn't have money growing up. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. I could have killed somebody and said, well, I didn't know that was wrong. I see it in my neighborhood, so that's what I do. Winston says, well, you're half right. So speak on the half right that I'm or the half yeah. wrong. Well, the... Uh Goodness. Why How you long have you been studying the arts? Uh, I've been studying martial arts since uh, 1989. Okay, see, that got, okay, now okay. I just want to throw that out because that got a lot of, that's some discipline, that's some. Turns out that's 27 of, years, that's a long time. 27 years. Uh, actually, to me, it's actually not. My masters have been doing it for 50, 60, 70 years. Well, you so be, to me, you, 25 years is a short time. And this well, is to actually, us, that's a long time. Right. right. And, and actually, uh, we were talking about this later on in the story. However, we're at this point in the story right now. So I was saying you're half right. You're half right because money does equal rights in this nation. If you have enough money, mm-hmm. you are able to do darn near whatever it is you want. And then the point was brought up. Is it morals or what did you say, good sir? What did you I say, say moral or personal? You say moral, uh, moral practice. Or practice. Or practice. Is this yeah. practice is it, or is this morality? Right. 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 And in a moral yeah. sense, no. Money happening. does not give you the right to right. treat people any which way you want to. Now, in practice, it does. Yeah. If True. you If you have enough money. I can go smack somebody. You can say, do whatever it is you want. But you know what? There's some consequences. You got choices, decisions, and consequences. There's yes. some consequences to your... Practical errors, mm-hmm. if you will. You can do what you want, but if, if some for I, I give this example a lot, and I, I and I really believe this. If uh, somebody comes to me and say I'm gonna smack the shit out of you, I don't doubt you're gonna do that. But what's gonna happen after that is you're never gonna smack anybody else. So I never doubt what a man gonna do or say he's gonna do, because right. he just might do that. But what's gonna happen? There's a consequence to that. So practically, I could walk in here and smack somebody, but the there's nobody in here to smack that because I got something and they don't have it. Right. That warrants me, oh, I'll go smack the shit out of that person and, and yeah. it'll be okay. That, that's not how it was built because we went back to, well, your discipline started with your parents. Right. Uh, the, way that, the way that I was raised, now I'm not saying that this was the proper way to be raised. It's in more Indiana? So, 
Yes, uh, raised in Indiana. Another uh, fine Midwest product. Yeah, that's Jimmy's boy. That's <laughs> well, no, now I, I'm just going to say we got to set up some one on ones between Winston and Demery. <laughs> I, want, I want him to. So we won't Winston will never talk to us again, but I need him to sit down and talk to Demery a little bit after yesterday. I wanted to get over there and smack him. Uh, Demery De- actually went to school with my little brother, Gregory. They actually went uh, to high school together. Uh-huh. Anywho, the way that I was raised, and I'm, and I'm not saying that this is the right way to be raised. There's a, a, a different way to raise your children. Um, if we did not fill up the ice cube tray mm. after we took it out, we would get it beaten. That's just straight up. Okay, I'm being straight up with you. Do not beat your kids. Don't do it. Don't do it. And guess what? I keep my house clean. Mm-hmm. I keep my ice cube trays clean. Why? I respect... Because it uh, honestly, it instilled respect of self. It, it's some things. It's some things yeah, that we do today that we hear our parents and your parents, twenty five hundred miles away. My my mom passed on, but some stuff I still hear that I won't do something. And then it's some stuff that I say, what if my grandmother found out? Because I used to oh. um, like and um, and in college, we, like I said, people think I'm joking. Mainly Demery and Kurt. When I was in tenth grade, I had a record contract with Eighth Avenue Records. So. I try to write my stuff where it's not, she can listen to it. Right. And I say, what if she hears this? Because the ones you, for those reasons, the one you cherish them the most, you don't want them to, uh, everybody think Kwame's such a good kid, that mm-hmm. kid. I say, well, if that's how my grandma thinks of me, that's how it's going to always be. But I wouldn't do things because I think, what if she find out? She's, 20, she lives, she's in Virginia right now. I still think. What if she right. find? What if that get on TV? Get, makes well, the papers. Well, well, well. Here's the thing: when you all are listening to this on demand, which you will be listening to this on demand, of course, go back to the very beginning when we were just talking. What did I say? I said my mama would. Yeah. Because I heard my mama in the back of my head. <laughs> this is exactly what he's talking about. Talking about with the talking, coffee. Talking coffee talk. <laughs> this is gonna be your last show, time on this show. You don't fix that. Don't that <laughs> yeah, we don't deal well with people. We, we with were accents. talking. We were talking. Uh, yeah, we were talking yesterday. Winston, we were talking yesterday about because uh, me, one of my pet peeves is how people change around other people. Now I know oh. you just playing. I know you just. I mean, you, you work at you work here. You gotta have a sense of humor. Yeah, right. you got. <laughs> That's true. But we were talking about it was one of my pet peeves of how people. My friends are my friends because they are the same people on every end of every spectrum, regardless of who they're around or who they think they're around. There's no there's no airs put on. It's it's the same guy. This yeah. is the same person. So uh that's what I was joking with the uh the coffee and the talk and stuff. I know I was just coming from New York, so I, I know all the dialect <laughs> that they do. They You've got issues. And it's no is there is there they not that's just how they talk. Yeah. Cause in Jamaica Jamaica have a dialect where they have changed. It's the English language, mm-hmm. but they talk it so the the history of it, the, the back days of it is, well, like what you doing? What you what you doing? Yeah. Uh, well, the is, the 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 thing is, they is didn't that want the master to hear the words they would speak because you never tell your enemy your battle plans. But they didn't want their owners who you know this, back in the slavery days to understand. What they were saying, so the English language changed for them. You right. are you are making a very great point, which once again ties into everything that we're talking about already. Culture mm. and ethnicity changes language, creates language. So when you have a culture of a certain thing and you have an ethnicity of a certain thing, it changes the way you present yourself. 
right? Mm -hmm. Flat mm -hmm. out. So go ahead, sorry. What? Well, Kurt went to a thing last night, and I couldn't make it. And I'm, he didn't take pictures, so I don't know if he is a friend. So mm -hmm. he went to all he went to all white party, mm -hmm. and it wasn't just the clothes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, you can't be seen with some people. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the only time I see Kwame is here in the studio. We, <laughs> yeah, no, but he went to all white party, and and I'm sure hey. he was the same Kirk that he is sitting right, right at the table. Exactly, right now. exactly. But I, uh, but I invited you. You did, and it was an all white clothing party. At just just when for you, clarity, when you got there, you found out it was a. Uh, you well, could have some mixtures. Well, now is fun. Well, yeah, you start with fawn, right? So, <laughs> she is. She's certainly short of all white. Way short of oh, all oh, white. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. A, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the person that this party was actually in honor of is way short of all white. In fact, there's no white. I'm thinking I'm thinking of clothes. So, you, you, yeah. I'm, th I'm thinking of fun. Yeah, I'm saying I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, so it was, but, but it's, it's, it's true. And, and I think that that's, Kwame and I talk all the time. I, we, we both have a very tiny circle of friends. I've got lots of acquaintances. Mm -hmm. I know everybody. Yeah. I know I was on a plane and, coming and here, and somebody everybody. said, "Oh, you play golf with Kirk?" He said, "Kirk's good," and I said, "Kirk's good." This, to your point, how many acquaintances you have? Mm -hmm. it, it was I can't even think of the guy's name, but I know him. I've been known him for ten years, but he always drunk. Mm. Oh. Tells tells the tells the joke when he spits that are his mouth. Oh, nice. Like, you know you know who that is? I thought no, that no, that that could cover a lot of my friends, uh -oh. as it turns out, <laughs> your acquaintance. But you know, it's just I I think what I like about this conversation, and I. I know we hijacked this. It's supposed to be sports talk. This is sports. But it has started from, it started from... Discipline. Discipline, exactly. And these are the things that you need to be successful in sports. And, and why I think I was successful, I was never the best athlete. I was never the most talented. But nobody outworked me. Yeah. Nobody outworked me. That's and right. And excellence is about hard work. And it's about, excellence is about walking through this this corridor here and seeing a piece of uh, tissue on the floor and you stop and pick it up on your way through. It doesn't matter. Nobody told me to do that, but it's about being self and excellence. Excellence is a, is a, is a way of life. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to a uh, break and we'll come back and um, we'll talk. We gonna, it is sports. It was discipline, accountability. We could do that. Yeah. Quam sports talk. We got Winston in the building. Uh, Sebastian. What is it? Louis Sebastian. <laughs> just, just stop it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Can you say hook, line, and porker? 
We're scratching both the hunting and fishing itch this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav by embarking on a combination hog hunting and fishing trip. Tune in for expert advice from Hal Schaefer and Greg Zipidelli of Drop Zone, Fire Disc co-creator Griffin Jaggard, and Jeff Thomason of Predator Pursuit for how to limit out on the water, how to bag some feral hogs, and even how to prepare them. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Yeah, man, we're back. Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. That, that's my Montego Bay, or that could be my Nagril. Uh, I need to get to Jamaica. I need to get back. 888-346-9144. Kurt Felt Keller is in the building. We're talking discipline. It seems like, you know, it being a, because Kurt, you alluded to it, it being a sports show, and we hijack, well, we do that, we've always done that. Yeah, true. But it, all, but it is, it is some, you need these characteristics, you need these things to become uh the top at your game. At any game. At any Whether game. Whether it's a game of life, business, or sports. Right, right. Yeah. So I want to ask Winston, because Winston, you're going for your fifth, uh, what is it? It's a fifth Dan, D-A-N, fifth degree black belt in Taekwondo. I take the test December 16th of this year. How hard is it or how different is it from the four? What, what, what's different? Cool. So uh, you have your non-grade ranks, so your white belt, your yellow belt, your colored ranks, your uh-huh. colored belt ranks. After you get to the end of those belt ranks, that's when you're able to test for your black belt. Now, normally when people hear black belt, they think, oh, my God, you're the epitome of everything, right. blah, 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 I blah. Used to, I used to. Right, 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 right. I buy into that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about it. Black belt means you're ready to learn. Mm. Black belt means you've learned the ABCs. Now let's start formulating words. All right. Wow. That's what black belt means. Got okay? it. Okay? Now... There are 10 lower grades, 10 non-grades. Uh-huh. There are 10 high grades. And you, you're going for five right now. This Correct. Week. Now, here's the thing about it. Between first degree and second degree black belt, you have to wait and train for two years. Ooh, wait. Mm. Between second and third, guess what? Three years. Between third and fourth, four years. So I've been training for the past five years for this one test. Oh, that's like the Olympics. You train, you. That's the discipline it takes for Olympians to even make qualify, make the Olympics. You training for from your four to five, five years. Correct. And this is why you say your your grand. What, what is he's been doing it for? Okay, so uh, Grandmaster William C.C. Chen of uh, uh, that he's a Tai Chi Chuan out of New York City. His teacher is Chen Man Cheng. Are you doing it here? Uh, no, I'm actually going out to. Uh, back to Indiana, and I'm talking about uh, Tai Chi right now. He's the one that has been doing Tai Chi Chuan for 60 years, 60 or 70 years. My instructor under him, Charles Pierce, has been doing it for 40 years. Now, I'm going for my fifth degree black belt in Taekwondo. Our master is uh, Master Don Burns, who literally started Indiana University Martial Arts, the largest martial arts forum in the nation, second only to West Point because West Point makes all of their cadets Kurt. take a combat course. You, you hear, you see them thinking. Oh, 
You yeah. see him re reflecting, going back in that re uh, rear. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So underneath Master Burns, Master Burns started, in, I want to say he started in judo while he was actually an undergrad. And he had a professor uh, say that he was the teacher, but actually Don Burns was the teacher of these martial arts classes back in the 60s. Right. And so he had actually learned before that. So he's been doing this for 60 years. So when I say I've been doing it for 25, 27 years, that that's nothing. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah, because we thought that was a long time, and yeah. you, should nope. be, you should be one of the top guys, but, but you say somebody's been doing it for 56 years, 57 years. Yeah. Winston, 40 years. Talk to me about the, the essence of there's this physical aspect of this, of this mm -hmm. discipline. Mm-hmm. But it sounds to me like it's the mental aspect of the discipline that actually may be more critical. Absolutely. Anybody can do thing one. Anybody can do anything once with a lot of people around them. That anybody right. can do anything once with a lot of people cheering them on. You know, you get that rush. You all know that rush. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have hundreds of thousands of millions of people giving you that energy, giving you that power. Yeah. What can you do for years when no one's looking? Yeah. Uh -uh. Mm. Uh -uh. Five years of training for this one thing. Right. And so my, my issue is, is that I'm actually removed from my masters. My masters are in Indiana, right? right? So what I have to do is I have to maintain the discipline to keep up the physical aspect of this, which messes with my mental and emotional self, which has mm -hmm. me train my mental and emotional self, which allows me to develop my spiritual self. I'm glad you're speaking on this. Love it. Because I got people around me that I don't think is, is and they're smart. Mm -hmm. When I say smart, they're intelligent people. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're as disciplined. They look for an excuse and they, and they slide right through it. They, know it. they know it's an excuse, but they slide right through it and, and they justify why they did it. And, and I've done that sometimes too. But when I got done with football, you got done with baseball, but then we had to find another challenge in life. Mm -hmm. Your challenges have, how do you stay disciplined for five years when I have to go somewhere and do something and when I get there, it better be what it's supposed to be when you get there. But when my when another one of my pet peeves, I think I have 10, is hmm. discipline. When you forget to be disciplined, when it's easy to be, but you just say, I want it now. I had friends in my neighborhood who were better athletes than me, way better. Uh, like Kurt, he wasn't always the best athlete. But you're not going to outwork me. When no. I want something, you're not going to outwork me. And so I'm going to, I'm going to focus. And, and get it done, and and and. Hey, Winston's trying to get physical with me, man. Well, he's gonna he's gonna take me he's out. He's practicing on his fifth. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. And, and, he's going. And I got a tackle dummy over here, and Kurt, this will be perfect. And and I can knock him out. And 10, 15 years, <laughs> he's you'd be on your seventh or eighth. Wow. Uh, yeah. and, and and but the discipline is my my whole right, point is right. going for that yeah. long, but is to That's a lot of us. Don't have that. We have a discipline for a short amount of time for things we like, but not for the things that you know that benefit you down the road, five years down the road, because they can't see it. Well, and the other thing that I, I like, and I want to delve more into this, is that you said that it allows you to impact your spirituality as well. Yes. Now we've brought, we've brought into a whole nother concept that is that tends to be foreign to the general public. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about that. How is this helping you from a spiritual standpoint? I mean, obviously to have this kind of discipline and faith both in yourself and the discipline 
we we tend to you know tap with this uh, spirituality. Cool. So there is a guest that we've had on here. Uh, he's got a nice little uh, some uh, YouTube channel whatnots. He's got a TED talk. His name is Simon Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek. He's on. He's on the. Uh what channel is he on? Uh, he Voice was America? he was a guest on oh, the just show. A guest. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he has this thing called why reasoning. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you do what you do, Kwame? You all, you actually mm -hmm. brought this up at the beginning of this segment. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what's your purpose? What's your purpose in doing it? You know, and that's what helps. That should that should be what helps people keep their focus. Most people don't understand why they're doing something. Connection. Because I look at I look at Winston say, you fourth degree, you uh. You you about to be fired. What, what's the purpose of going to ten? Cool. Mm -hmm. And thank you for that question. So, the style of Taekwondo I do is from the Jido Kwan. Okay. So Jido Kwan literally means the way of the school of wisdom. So Taekwondo, you could say the way of the hand and foot. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. and then Jido Kwan. So Jido Kwan Taekwondo, uh, the way of the school of wisdom, the way of the hand and foot. It's about wisdom. It's about knowledge. It's not about fighting. I was, I was going to say that. Not to cut you off, but that's yeah. what we do here. Because you're not learning this to beat somebody up. You're learning this. This is, if anything, it becomes a defense mechanism, protection. Let me, let me tell you why I'm learning it. Okay. I'm learning it, my purpose now. I'm learning it because now this is something cherished I can pass to my son. You give me a better reason. Son. You give me a better reason than that young man. Mm -mm. You can't. My life ended my life ended the day I understood I was going to have a child. Most people don't do not do that. My mm -hmm. life isn't mine anymore. Right, right. Because right. a lot of stuff we nice. do, and it motivates us, is always for somebody else. I used to, um, I was just telling, I, again, I was in the dentist this morning, and um, they say I grind my teeth a lot, and it's how, why my mouth is shipping. So I'm about to get Invisalign, and we, we already talked about the number of it, Invisalign for a year to two years. And I, she said, why you grind your teeth? She said, I know why outside looking in because you're an athlete. You work, you work out and you do these things, so you grind your teeth and you don't even know it. And uh, I said, you know what? I grind my teeth because I'm trying to figure out other people's problems, trying to take on someone else's problems. And now I learned how to say F off, which when I say F off, I literally don't care anymore. When I say that, I'm not worried about you anymore. To Winston comment, to your point is, you have to find something or somebody to do something for, uh, but what's better than your kids, your son, your family? All the outside stuff don't matter because I'm no, I no longer go out into this world for me anymore. Because my only vice is golf and happy hour. My friends mm -hmm. who are my friends, kicking it with them from time to time. Mm -hmm. It's not about... I need to go out here and make this money. If I go out and make this money, this money don't belong to me. I'm not doing it for me because I could do that. I tell people all the time I could walk up and down the street and come back with $3,000, and I just walk from here to Mills. Mm -hmm. I go from door to door and tell them why I'm doing it, what I need it. Mm -hmm. It's how you present that to them. It's depending on how much they give you because they want to, counters of their heart, they want to do it. But I'm not going to be yes right. at all. I'm going to tell them why. Now, back to the mm -hmm. general Find something to do it for everything I do for is for other people. But the people who don't matter is the reason why I clench my teeth and I figure out why are you still doing it for people who do not matter? They right. could care less about you. Right. And that's actually how uh, Master Don Burns brought us up in Taekwondo. When he said, mm -hmm. when you're learning these things, when you're doing these things, don't learn them for yourself. Don't learn, he said, learn them for two generations past you. 
so that you're able to teach somebody mm. and then they're able to teach somebody. So you do it right now. That cycle's so, huge. Exactly. So that two generations away from you, they're still doing it right because you did it right now. Don't do it for you. Do yes, it for I'm, two generations from now. I got something. They actually talk about that in the Bible, <laughs> that what you do today impacts two, at least two generations. The sins you of your father. Bring, you need to break the pattern and it takes at least two generations to break it out of your out of your um, your uh, family's history. Hmm. I, I just I mean th- this is truly the definition of of selfless. My kid's in trouble. Of selfless, it's not selfish, but selfless. <laughs> um, so I I'm I'm terribly intrigued. I mean this is this is something that that I I enjoy talking about, and and I love the way, like you said, your life ended the day you knew you were going to have a son because now it wasn't your life. He it was, was reborn. about his life. Yeah, well... He was reborn. True. And Look, what... what yeah. um, real quick, because um, I'd like to take these intermissions oh, yeah. in between. Here at Voice America, what part of the uh, Voice American stations are you representing? Are you you um, getting host? Is that your job description? Because cool, I want to cool, know cool, because cool, cool, cool. we're sitting here talking to you yeah. and you should have your own one hour a week or something like that to talk about discipline, arts, and... Life, because you you going through some, you going through um you you on your way to your fifth, mm-hmm. well, and that's a, a journey. That's a journey that most people love to hear. We love to hear testimonies or true stories about something or why why are you doing this? You already that guy, right? And you got still ways to go, right? Well, here's the thing. What 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 I do here is, well, I know, but let right. people know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I, I, I find hosts, and then I build and brand shows around them. Now, here's the issue about it. I only work with those people that I choose to work with. Now, they also have to choose to work with me. So point to point, we have mm-hmm. to get along. Mm-hmm. So get this. Every show that I put on, there's a piece of me in it. So I've, I've got 40 voices out there right now. I've got me talking 40 times. Sound like a psychopath to me, but go ahead. Right. <laughs> no, it's just that's Sybil. I hear those same voices, but you know they call that schizophrenia in my world. But I'm just. You know. yeah, I'm gonna put a monitor around this guy. I want to follow him throughout a day. I am <laughs> so. too. I, I, I. You know what? You're gonna start wearing an ankle bracelet. Yeah. It's not just because we're talking about corrections here. I need to be corrected. But that, I'm that, following that, Winston around. That, this awesome. is this is bring Kurt to work day. Bring. I'm gonna hang out. <laughs> Winston's gonna be stuck with me. Following him around, he's going, I hear dude, you. I'm sick of listening to you on the radio. Now, now you're going to follow me around. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. but I, 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 hear, I hear you. So you got 40. You want the DNA. Like when people do multi-level stuff, mm-hmm. I say, and I tell them this. They don't listen to me until it's too late. And it's too late, they try to come back. I say, um, if you teach this person the right way, when you're not around, this person has to go out and teach somebody else. They are teaching your philosophy. So that comes back to you tenfold when it's done right. You have 500 people on your team, and you won't know half of them. But they'll be using your formula, your technique, how you presented it to that first person. So I hear you when you say that. I also hear you when you say, all jokes aside, I got 40 voices out there. We settle a lot. You are not settling when you do your job. You have. You choose the people. They can be great. They can be real good at what they do, but if they don't fit how you, your description, how you mold, who you are, well, here's another um, person here you can work with. It just won't be with me. And That's the difference between leadership and being a boss. Mm. Speak and, on it. Speak on it. Well, leadership is, is about influencing others to continue to do the right thing, but 
but you yourself are just in infantile of your own learning. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that that's where we were kind of going. So which one is better, boss or leadership? Because leadership is a no, good le- boss. Boss me. Mean, boss is about dictating. Yeah, yeah. Leadership is about inspiring. Okay. Bo- and and inspiring to be better, and inspiring not only in yourself, but then you become the catalyst within others, and it becomes. It's an amoeba that's splitting all the time. So you see all these organisms just grow, and that's where it needs to have become viral. Why are you on the show today? There's a reason. Today is Friday. It's happy hour day. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having a glass of wine, two, maybe three. <laughs> um, but you know, it 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 makes you reflect. I appreciate it. Yeah. But you know, I tell you that all the time. I, I mm-hmm. see you, and I'm like, something changed. Something mm-hmm. changed. But you can see that aura about anybody. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time. But it makes you change and revamp your circle. Yep. Just you know, just hearing this because I like to think my circle's pretty tight. Like on one hand, so when I uh, when I hear stuff like this, I say okay, it's time to reevaluate, revamp my circle. Who's who and why they are who they are to me. Who am I to them? You know, it's time to revamp. I said I like that stuff, but it's not a okay. You no longer do me a service because it's the reason why people got Facebook. They don't. I don't know. I don't know four thousand of those people. Well, I don't know three thousand of those people on my Facebook, mm-hmm. but they yeah. know me in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So, well, it, so it's, it's an uh, attachment thing, mm-hmm. but. But no, I, I, people come and go into your lives for different reasons, either as a warning or an ex, as an example. Mm-hmm. And you better pay attention. And, and that's exactly right. And, and don't miss the opportunity. One of the things that we were talking about earlier about whether it's practice or morality, if I'm sitting here and I believe that I'm superior to anyone, I'm losing an opportunity because everybody I cross, I have an opportunity to learn and gain, and we don't know the reason that they've been brought into our life. They may be the catalyst to bring us into something absolutely massive, and we had no idea. It might have been a waiter or a busboy, or, or it could be a million mm-hmm. reasons of why they've come into our life. But pay attention, take advantage of every opportunity that's given to you, and and that, that comes from self-respect and respecting others. Right. Like even on simple simple things, as a waiter, I like you don't know how high your tip just started, but you just messed it up. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm always uh, ready. I, I literally called a sommelier, uh, a, a very advanced wine server in Canada. Now, selfish, who, would, who, who would call them about a radio show? I saw something in this man, yeah. and we spoke, and he wound up doing a very wonderful show. I didn't look awesome. down on him. Oh, you serve wine? No, I said, oh, wow, you look like an amazing person. you got a great life. Let me talk to you. Let me learn something from you. And we had a wonderful show that, that happened. Awesome. The uh, Hospitality News Network. Hospitality News Network. Is on it the still on? Or he did it for <laughs> six months. Six months to a year. How long did he do it? Uh, he did his uh, six months. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Let's take a break. I'm going to talk to Winston about doing my own show. Winston, uh, was you named <laughs> was you named after Winston Church here? <laughs> no, I was named after my great uncle. Winston Church here. Oh. <laughs> 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 Sports Sports. We we'll take a break. We come back when we finish up the show. It's Friday. <laughs> to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping want to play the ponies join us every week for winning ponies with john Engelhart, racing's regular guy where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys trainers agents and handicappers in the world of horse racing 
This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies Handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Welcome back. I'm on the brink, but you're going extinct. That's not going to be wine. That sounds like rum and splash of coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, mm-hmm. You're certainly not a sommelier, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Where's the, what, never mind what Kirk talking about. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what, what's your uh, search uh, engine? Search, what, 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 everything you on? You know what? Uh, basically, if you're listening to this right now, just go to LinkedIn and type in Winston Price. LinkedIn, Winston Price. I will be the beautiful brown person in a, a tuxedo, smiling at you. Uh, that will. You be think me. you got? You think you're on a radio show? Like you about I, to play a smooth <laughs> jazz after that? After and uh, this oh, is Winston Price yeah. coming at you slow. <laughs> so okay, so LinkedIn is really the yeah yeah because yeah. LinkedIn is how I see you now, not that Facebook and Twitter stuff. If you have it, you have it. But I see you because I remember we talked about. I see that change, and you talked a little mm-hmm. bit off that change and why that change was or is the way it is now. Uh, you want to speak on that a little bit? Oh, absolutely. That is uh, definite. I had the vision of me wearing a suit and tie to work since I was in seventh grade. Uh, I was born in the 80s, so I'm an 80s child. You know, so I was big on stock markets. Crack was, baby. You know, hey, crack baby. Uh, so, <laughs> <He's> a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so I, I had this, this idea of big business, suit tie. This is what you should do. This is what you need to do. So I had that vision really come to me in seventh grade, and that's what I've been working toward. When I started working here at the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the world's oldest and largest oh, producer, distributor, online yeah. broadcaster, version live and on demand talk radio programming. I got to go fix that connection. I just made on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the, 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 the thing is, is that when I started working here, I saw that opportunity. I saw that actual opportunity for growth and development. And so, uh-huh. yes, I came in in sneakers, and I came in in the best pants I could find, and I came in in the best shirt I could. It was a T-shirt, and I did that. I did that for a year and a half, and I worked my butt off. I struggled. Mm-hmm. I cried. I did all that stuff. And then one day I was able to afford a nice set of nice shirts and ties. And now the shirts I had actually had from a, from a long time ago. So I got to go to Goodwill. I got to buy myself some ties. I feel a little bit better about myself. So now I'm putting mm-hmm. on my, my shirt. Now Western I'm putting price. on my tie. I got you. I okay. hear you. I see you now. All I right. can see you loud and... Thank you. So now I'm now I'm coming in with my shirt and my tie and my slacks, and I'm still actually wearing the same Walmart shoes. Look at them. Yeah, I can I'm tell. Stu- I'm, 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 you know, you, you know. Stylish. Cool. No, that's comfortable. They comfortable. They comfortable. You ain't telling us now. You probably got a nice little pair, but they, they comfortable, and it's Friday. Absolutely. Now, <laughs> uh, my uh, mother-in-law did buy me some Dockers. They are so beautiful. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so issue issue in point is, is I got to wear my shirt and tie. I mm-hmm. felt a lot better about myself. So guess what? My 
my production increased. When my when, when my production increased, I didn't go out and buy a new car. I didn't mm-hmm. go out and do this and do that. I went out and I bought myself some suits because that was my dream in seventh grade. And the car is going to come the if, car, that's, if that's what you want. Oh, because the, the, the car is outside. The car, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> Stop bragging. We don't brag over here, Winston. Just me. That's all right. I though. mean, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> I brag all the time. I, I can't stop that bragging. Is, but, uh, man, look but at I like, you know, th- this is the st- this is a story about a man named Brady. But um, <laughs> no, this is this is so inspiring because this is what it's about. It is those incremental steps. And and again, we talk about excellence all the time. And and Kwame, you and I talk about this probably twenty four hours a day. We'll be on the golf course. And we're talking about right. It. And when we sit at the bar, we, it's not always. You know how you go to the bar, you talk about sports. Huh? We talk about that next thing. Mm-hmm. That what's that? What the, what the future look like? Because you, since seventh grade, we've always saw. We've saw how it was going to be in ten years. Mm-hmm. The discipline is is stay on that path. Yeah. And I tell people. If you match up your dreams and your goals, your destination will be fulfilled. But if you can just dream all day, you're not moving anywhere. If you just got goals and you're not putting them with your dreams, you're not going anywhere. All right. So uh, m- we don't. We we just speak out on it. You ain't gonna raise cool. your hands. Well, that's <laughs> just. I, I I respect you. It's your show. I'm gonna raise my hands. Well, I wish Kurt would do that. But not that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. So Fred Fred Rogers, Rich, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I'm gonna say this out loud right now. When I found out that man died years ago, I cried. We lost a beautiful soul with that man. So, beautiful day in the neighborhood? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So uh, on his show, he was actually talking about make-believe. And mm-hmm. he said, you see this picture? It's such a beautiful picture. You know, it came from your um, imagination, and that's the thing. You can imagine anything you want if you don't go out and actually do it. And it's, and it's amazing of what we see in our lives. Because when you say that, I'm thinking how he walking in the house and he's changing his, uh, putting on his vest and doing mm-hmm. all, taking off his stuff. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in, in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Won't right. you be mine? Won't you be Ding. mine? Right, you be my neighbor. And actually, <laughs> Kwame brought this up on break because Kwame, you stated that you had this vision of wearing a suit and tie and mm-hmm. doing what you're doing, right? And then your shoulder pads and helmet became your suit. Yeah, and my, and my aunt Rosa May, my aunt uh, Rosa, I don't know, if she like me calling her Rosa May because it sounds so country, but it's who you are, mm-hmm. my aunt Rosa. But she she was an intri- uh, intricate part of my life. She mm-hmm. always come in Virginia. She would always come up from, come down from D.C. And she would interview, she would take a brush or whatever, or a spatula, and, or a wooden spoon, and say, and and inter- it. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get it right, you don't get this interview right. Stop saying, um, 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 duh, and all that right. stuff. So she would always interview us, and I never knew she was preparing me to be interviewed. So when mm-hmm. I get an interview, it's, it's no big deal. I just make sure, I try to make sure I don't say, um, it's okay to pause a second right. to get the arm out. Say the arm in your head and then finish the wording. But... I've always wanted to put on a a um, suit and tie and mm-hmm. just go to work. That was my and and also a um, lab jacket because right. I was I thought I was going to be a doctor. Right on. But that suit and tie became shoulder pads, pants, football pants, and a helmet. And then she said, "Well, now you now you armored with the shield of God." And, I was just uh, thinking that in my head. And uh, <laughs> I know I'm in your head. I'm like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> now you arm up with the shield of God because here's your all your stuff. Yeah. And she named all the stuff that I had on and what it was supposed to do mm-hmm. for me, how it's gonna protect me, and and that that was my dream. I don't tell a lot of people this. I mean, this global Voice America. You want to do your Voice America voice? Oh hush. This global. <laughs> <laughs> this global. <laughs> 
this is global show. Well, I'm not a sports yeah. talk, but you know, Kurt and I've been doing the show for a minute, so mm-hmm. that's why our chemistry is what it is. That's why he don't respect me. Um, <laughs> the um, but you know, my my that hurts. That's right what here. I. <laughs> that's what I. Um, well, you can buy me a drink later. I, that I, hurts I, right I, here. I accept it, but. That was my thing. You had yours since seventh grade. I yeah, had mine right. for long. I didn't know there are people in your lives that prepare you for certain things. Yeah. Until you saw me show. eight years ago when I was always wearing a suit and tie. That's yeah. when you decided, no, I don't want to be that dude. <laughs> so. But he had his hair fixed like Clark Kent, so I was like, this guy's Superman. But he would, <laughs> he would come to the show, and he would have on. He was dressed in slacks and all that stuff. But we also had webcam, too, right. so we, we did a show. It was NBC 1260. Mm-hmm. Three to five drive home time, perfect. And I've been since I've been in Voice America, I've been begging them to get a webcam here. Not just for us, people want to see us, but not just for us because it enhanced the show. It enhanced what we try and do here, and it takes Voice America to a whole nother level. Although they're the number one lead in this uh, talk radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll. I'll I'll let you in on something. Uh, there are things that you don't know because you're a host, okay? Sound like you call me a ho. Oh, <laughs> you had, yeah, you had me because you a ho. You a host. There are always things in development here. Uh, we are a full service broadcasting network. We do have right. a radio side. We do have a television side and a multimedia digital well, I know side. That. And so the thing is, is just just letting you know. Things are things are in the works. Well, I'm gonna let you know something since you think I'm just a host. Um, Jeff done pulled my coat on some stuff. He done told me some things. He said, you know what, you don't only one over here with four days. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we take off Wednesday to golf and right, right, right. we might golf later. Um but he said, Don't worry about it, something coming. Mm-hmm. Something coming. Mm-hmm. So I could I can Jeff has always been on the up and up. You know who's actually I'll good. Love me some Jeff. Yeah, he he's always been on the up and up. If he said yeah. it, it's gonna get done. But I understand how the money works and yeah, where you yeah. got to distribute it in certain places. All businessmen. Uh, you know who's actually good too? Who that is? John, country boy. John, <laughs> country John, John boy. is actually good at his job. John showed me some stuff and then he was a, he was motivational on some things. But then, I, um, did you just spit? Uh, no, he sir. Was, uh, I mind <laughs> you. <laughs> He but, goes, he's, but he's, he's more, I, when when I first because I was with Ray mm-hmm. Ellis mm-hmm. Uh, when I first got with uh, John I'm like, John knows some stuff so yeah. so so you so you know how when you're out and you're about and you think what would my mama think what would my grandmama think and mm-hmm. whatnot when I'm on and I'm talking to my host guess who I have in my head I've got John John Missile John Missile yeah John yeah. Missile is one of the most brilliant minds and he will call you out on your S H I T so quick he's like the Rain Man but he can, he, like he, he can get on the computer and he just say hey why are you not on this why are you not doing this and and I like him see John think I don't like him and. Sometimes he might, but right, but well, he think I don't like him. But I there's nothing I don't say to his face or say behind his back that I right, wouldn't say to right, his face right, or right. say to his face. He knows that. Right. Uh, that's with anybody, for that matter. But John, I've always said in his face, I say, you intelligent. You you know yourself. Okay. We had a meeting right over here, me, him, and uh, 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 Jeff. I said, John, you know your stuff. I just want to go back to some stuff. Well, uh, this is off the air stuff, so I'm not going to say all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I say, yeah. you do know your stuff. I have never doubted that. I, when I come in your to your office, I'm inspired to mm-hmm. upgrade my my technology, my information on the computer, or how to get my show out there even more. He showed, he told me some things that I we still don't do. But go ahead. There I go raising my hand again. So yeah. uh, there's <laughs> we'll there's there's a saying that I have: never come into the dojo expecting to beat the instructor. And never leave the dojo thinking you've learned all there is to know. 
Big point of this is shut up and listen. Mm -hmm. And this goes directly into sports. Great. Yes, you are the person throwing the ball. Yes, you are the person hitting the ball. Yes, you are the person putting the ball in the basket, the puck, the whatever. Shut up and listen to your coach. They've seen more than you. They've forgotten more than you'll ever be able to do. The great coaches have. Shut up and listen. The great Here's, here's what makes a great coach. Karen, you attest to this. It's that coach that allows the player to come off the field, court, uh, golf uh, course, ice, whatever, and take that information that he knows and take the information that he got from that person who's going through the action and implement in what they he's already seen and say, I know exactly what you're looking at. I can fix that, get on the board, draw it up. Now you got one unit again, the coach and the player, and you go out there and you whatever the problem was, it's been solved. That's a great coach. In a tense, this still comes back, and we're coming full circle continually in this show today. This comes back to execution. Mm -hmm. It's about the ability to execute, learn, execute, learn, execute. You never stop learning, and you should never stop executing or at least trying to execute. I've, I've learned so much more teaching martial arts Absolutely. than I ever learned being taught yeah. Yeah. martial arts. Yeah. Yeah, you you wanna you wanna learn, teach. You'll learn a lot. Yeah. Before Very we true. before we get off there, I appreciate Winston Price. Go to uh, ch check out the Brown Brother on LinkedIn. Winston Price. Uh, we want to voice America. All this and that. Yeah. <laughs> Winston if, Price on LinkedIn is quite enough. You'll see a lot of Voice America on there. <laughs> yeah, but there's only one Winston Price, and I know because I actually did it while we were talking here. You did what? I, I linked LinkedIn. in with him. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I connected with him. I think I'm already linked there. in with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, see, I'm not, I'm not part of the club. That, uh, aren't you glad he came in today? Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. If, if he stopped I have me, to dog he, you today in if, the worst way. If he had just went to go pee like he was going, we would have never had this, this interview. I know. We, it was awesome. We would have never awesome. had this interview. Um, it was great having you. It was. It was, it was awesome having you. It's always wonderful being here with you, too. I love you so much. Oh, oh my goodness. Aww. What's going on right here? What's going on now? I need to leave? Let's turn the lights off. What? what do I need to do? Before we get out of here, we have yeah. about a minute and a half left. I want to bring this up because this was interesting. To my extensive research team, I got this information yesterday. And you guys might have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Tebow <laughs> said that he is supporting Donald Trump because... He wants to build up a wall because if it wasn't if it if we had a wall up, Mark Sanchez would have never took his job. Is this the dumbest thing? And he's going to speak on behalf of uh, uh, Donald Trump and some stuff. But is that just the dumbest thing to say? You really? He's he, that that was that was a hoax, by the way. But having said that, he was dropped from the uh, GOP Tim Tebow uh, convention. Yeah, he was going to speak at the convention, and now he's no longer speaking at the convention. Why? Because of that? No, no. I, that's that's kind of like a slur or something. I, I, I don't know if I could have. I, I like to joke around. I like to make people smile and you know. But I'm not. I don't go on my way to make. That sound a bit tough. It was a terribly inappropriate hoax for the wrong time. I, wrong it place. Just, in the state of which our country sits today, in our society, you have the audacity to talk about this stuff as though it's frivolent. Mm-hmm. And I just have, I find that unconscionable. And it, it, it bothers me to no end. And, and I, read the, I read the stuff and, well, this week we just need to make everything better. We have to come together. Make America great Obama again. <laughs> said the best thing I've ever heard him say in eight years. Eight and years? He, he, you weren't listening, but go ahead. What was I, it? I was listening. He, he said, we are better than this. We 
need to come together, and it's up to us. Don't wait for the government, the community. We all need to come together. I wish we had more time because I would speak on that, and I kind of not agree with that a lot. Cause, but I hear you, Obama. Yeah, we'll see. I appreciate Winston Price coming in, taking us for the whole show. Kwame Lott's supposed to talk this Friday. Be safe out there. We out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>